Warning, this podcast is rated not safe for work for profanity, sexual innuendo, and general silliness. So that's how I ended up making it a beanbag chair eating Cheetos. <laughs> oh shit, we're recording. Oh fuck. <laughs> how much of that did you guys hear? <laughs> This is why we love Dirty Uncle Kevin. <laughs> uh, well, so it's been a day. Yeah. So cheers to energy drinks. Yes, I have Monster. I believe you have a Red Bull. I'll tell you what. These fucking morons who can't wear a mask properly, I'm going to shoot them. It should be legal to execute these people on fucking sight. I mean, I'm with you. I mean, I'm, I have... I'm, I'm all fired up about this. So, you know. Well, mine was the exact opposite problem. <clears throat> My daughter got a little sniffle. And then she just, her nose started running. So she grabbed my arm and started rubbing her snot on my arm. And I'm like, baby, I bought you a box of tissues. It's right there. And then she kept trying to shove her food in my mouth and kissing on me. So guess who got her cold? Yeah, baby. This is why I have cats. (laughs) And 6,700 unread emails. Wow. (laughs) You can tell where my mental state is. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the blessing is his work sent me home to make sure I didn't have a fever or anything. So I got like a day off of work. Nice. Yeah. The, um, the, the downfall was, is the day off of work, we recorded a shit episode. Oh, that one was brutal. So Uh speaking of, we should probably tell everybody who we are, why we're here. I am notorious D-U-K on Twitter at notorious D-U-K. D-U-K. Follow me. I need friends. Um, (laughs) Then this is the Macabre Academy. Wait, no, we're not French. The Macabre Academy. So um, <laughs> there's usually three of us. However, Brandy's going through some shit. We wish her well, but she will not be joining us for this episode, sadly. So we will miss our little dumpster fire of a friend. Yeah. Well, you're stuck with me, nerdy witch. Uh, go by Steffi. Um, you know what? I don't think I've given my credentials in a hot minute. My biography. Lay it on me. Come out of the broom closet. <laughs> I am a Hecatean kitchen witch. I had a YouTube channel for a little while, but it bombed terribly. So my sister asked me to put together a podcast. So here we are. And we're using my degree uh degrees, right? I have a, a I have a, a BFA from the University of Pitt, Maine in religion and art history. We've designed this podcast to be a grab bag. And this week, because we don't have brandy. Kevin and I are driving the bus straight to hell. And my credentials are nothing of the sort. I have a bachelor's in political science, a master's in conflict resolution and peace studies from a department that no longer exists. Um, (laughs) So none of you can check any of this. So I graduated at the top of my class. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I graduated top 10 because only eight of us graduated that year. So, (laughs) (laughs) Kevin. Hey, it still counts. I graduated top 10. They never ask how many were in your class. They just ask when you graduated. There. <laughs> Why not? Um, I got roped into this because Steph needed me to help out for one episode. And then it just became sort of a running thing that I do a couple of times a week when we record terrible episodes. <laughs> you know, I was talking to one of our Patreons um, who works with me and he was saying that your witty comebacks, man, he just connects on those and he keeps oh. sending me weird tweets based on your comments. And it's amazing. 
at least I can make somebody's life slightly better. Yeah. Uh, um, wow. Yeah. It was a day. I'm telling you, I went, I actually went shopping for the first time in like fucking like ever for in, like months. Like I hit three stores today. I regretted it every step of the fucking way. I know. I got just angry lo- messages in the group chat. It was just the literal worst thing that ever happened to me. Oh, it was fu- just, it doesn't go below your nose. It goes over your nose. It's not that fucking hard, people. Seriously. If I can do it with this giant mane, just pull oh, the fucking mask up. The science, right? I was literally talking about it because people let me back at work because my mask covered my nose and my face and I washed Like it's my hands. fucking supposed to. Right. So when you wear a mask, you're actually protecting other people from your germs. See, and that's the problem with masks because this country is so fucked up. We can't do anything to help somebody else unless it helps us directly. We don't want to fucking do it. Well, somebody I was talking to at work said that it became more of a political thing than an actual health and safety thing, which is. Yeah, it's not a political thing. It's not a political statement. It's an IQ test. (laughs) So now that we've gotten completely off track. Yeah. So today's. What are we talking about today? It's called the changing face of the devil. Yes, I can see that in the Google Doc. (laughs) yeah we are chronicling how the devil has changed over time of course this is an abbreviated timeline because we only have so much time or a sound maiden will kill us that and we're both chronically lazy and have other things we'd rather be doing (laughs) i mean the drama is real right now because 2020 is awful it is awful so bad anyway so we are talking about the devil with a capital K, with a capital D and a lowercase D. So you got to get that D. <laughs> did I did I tell you about the running dick joke I have going on right now? Just one? Yeah, it's it's epic and it's still going. It's still going. Listen, if you have an erection for longer than four hours, you should really consult a doctor or your local hooker. One of the two. <laughs> I'm not here to judge. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the dick joke later. Why don't hey, you sex tell work, me? Sex work is real work. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't shit on those people. They're great. I mean, unless you're, unless you're both into that, then yeah, I'm not here at King Shame. <laughs> I'm still waiting on a design for a King Shame t-shirt. Tara, get on it. What are you doing? Top chop. All right. So let's define the devil, shall we? We shall. And according to the wonderful people known as Miriam and Webster, I mean, speaking of people who may be devils, these two, because they've been around forever. Yeah, since what, Miriam eight, and Webster, they've been here for fucking ever. Is it like eighteen twenty or seventeen thirty? That's been. A I don't know. Time. It's been a long time. We might need to look into this. They might be time lords, though. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, the devil. It often capitalized when you're talking about this specific definition is a is the personal supreme spirit of evil often represented in Christian belief as the tempter of humankind, the leader of all apostate angels, and the ruler of hell, usually used with, often used as an interjection, and, wow, I need glasses. Intensive. Thank you. Or generalized term of abuse. What the the devil is this? The devil, you say. (laughs) So the second definition is just simply an evil spirit, a demon. And I know you have things you want to get into about that, but we'll put that aside for one day. We're going to do an episode versus demons versus demons. One day. I'm just going to put a pin in that. Yeah. Pin. (laughs) 
The third definition is an extremely wicked person or a fiend. Also, great cigar by Black Label Trading Company. I got to get my hands on. Oh, remind me to show you the box. I'd be lucky to get one for myself. (laughs) You got to go to Nicaragua to get them. So anyway, uh, remind me to tell you about the box I got from Black Label after this. There's got, we got to know a guy. I I do know a guy. I know the guy who owns the company. I still can't get him. Fuck. Uh, So the fourth definition is a person of notable energy, recklessness, and a dashing spirit. Also one is who, who is mischievous. Like, you know, those kids are little devils today. (laughs) Fifth definition is fellow. Uh, Usually used in phrases like poor devil or lucky devil. Six has multiple under it. So this is going to be fun. I like a good polyamorous definition. (laughs) It's better. better, You're better at reading this than me. I'm also not sick and wired on Red Bulls. So. <laughs> okay, proceed. <laughs> Someone who is very trying or provoking, having a devil of a time with this. Oh, I'm sorry. Something, not someone, something very trying or provoking, having a devil of a time with this problem. Having a devil of a time with 2020. Shit. Oh, we all are getting in line. We have jackets. <laughs> Severe criticism or rebuke, hell, used with the, I'll probably catch the devil for this, which is, I don't think something anybody said in the last century. Hey, it was, it was in the dictionary. We're going to go with it. You got to watch those dictionaries. Uh, And the last one is difficult, deceptive, or problematic part of something, such as the devil is in the details. I think that's like the most famous saying because like six articles I read for this had the devils in the details. Yeah, it is. But also the devil went down to Georgia and to Jamaica and then back to Georgia. We'll get get more into that later. (laughs) Okay. So I, I really want to start off saying that I believe that the devil is a social construct. That means that something that doesn't exist in objective reality but as a result of human interaction, it exists because humans agree it exists. Okay. And he is, he, the devil is a personification of evil in a myriad of cultures and religious traditions. Um, I mean, really we're looking at him through the lens of time based on can like, Western religions and cultures because they have devil in their mythos. Um, It's not one that spans the entire world, kind of like the creation story being very similar. The idea of the devil is not universal, believe it or not. Uh, I love me some good etymology though. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I did. You love good etymology. I, you know, I love looking it up. It doesn't mean I'm an etymologist, but I even used it in my brother's wedding ceremony. That's how much I love etymology. <laughs> Maybe I picked the wrong major. Maybe etymology would have taken me farther. Maybe. All right. So modern English's devil comes from Middle English's devil. And then there's Old English deafol. I, I probably didn't spell it right because it's got some fan or say it right because of them umlauts and shit. Um, Jermaine, did I ever tell you about the? Did I ever tell you about the the uh, brewery that my friend and I want to start? 
Yes, you mentioned it on here before. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll do it again. We might have a new listener. Well, we're going to start Metalhead Brewery, and we're just going to have random umlauts over letters that shouldn't have umlauts. Oh, no, I didn't hear that part. Oh, yeah, the M is going to have an umlaut. Like, we're just going to throw, like, <laughs> fucking, ra- we're going to throw fucking random umlauts on letters that have no business having umlauts. <laughs> I thought it was the one where the, what, what's going to say it across the door because it's in an old church. Oh, no, that was the bar I wanted to, uh, the oh. bar I wanted to open in State College. But yeah, I we're just gonna like yeah, just random umlauts over over, over like a T. Like there you go, just fucking umlauts <laughs> everywhere. I'm about it. I thought it would be fun. I, I'm with you 100. Uh, All, right. All right. So German language borrows diablos from Latin, and this all translates into shit such as slanderer, across and through, or to throw or hur- hurl. Not like vomit, but to hurl us to throw. Also uh, translates as he lifts up. And then my favorite, which is really long, I don't know which one translates into this, but it's subordinate evil spirit afflicting humans. <laughs> That's got to be some fucking Welsh translation. <laughs> Maybe. What few people realize is devil may refer to Satan, but it's also a fact that it refers to minions malignant entities in pagan traditions um demons wicked persons rascals and uh and you know that empathy term poor devils or whatever but they're not like mutually excuse exclusive generally like the devil doesn't always mean satan but in like for our purposes in this podcast it is it's the devil okay so Satan uh, is technically who we're talking about, and he's a figure in Abrahamic religions. So I'm going to get real technical for a minute. I apologize. Satan is identified with the dragon and the old serpent seen in the book of Revelations. And then in the gospel of John, we see him as prince of this world. And, um, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience is a reference found in the epistle of the Ephesians. Um, Corinthians says the God of this world as well. Again, in revelations, you're getting the book, uh, you're getting um, him, Satan as the dragon in Matthew. He's the tempter of the gospels. I think the most popular translation of, of Satan in the Bible is Lucifer because that is describing him as the angel before his fall. And this reference comes from Isaiah. In Latin, Luciferus means bringer of light and the son of dawn. And it's also a reference to the Babylonian king. Um, I think my favorite was, was like Lucifer Morningstar. You weren't here for it, but in the Egyptian or in, oh my God, ancient Sumerian texts, you had um, Arash Kagel and her sister Ishtar. Now, these are the evening and the morning stars. Yes. Also, great great series is currently on Netflix, Lucifer. If you haven't watched it, you need to. Well, we're going to talk about that later. Yes, but I'm also but also I want to interject here because I almost broke out crying. Um, I just saw a tweet saying that Biden can cancel up to the first $50,000 in student loan debt by executive order and will do so in his first 100 days. I am almost crying. 
Oh my god, I would love that so much. I'll still I'll still owe 30 G's. But I'd rather owe 30 than 80. I mean, I'm with you. I think my bill's like over a hundred thousand. I don't even want to tell you what my wife's law school debt is. Oh no, I, I believe you. I don't want to know. It's close to three. <laughs> well, I mean, it's expensive to be a law student, unfortunately. I could buy a McLaren with her fucking student loan debt. <laughs> I mean, you guys That's will have ins- it paid off by the time you die, right? If I, if I can structure it so that I never make a student loan payment, I will be so fucking happy. <laughs> like, fuck you people. Well, I'm still, you know. Although if I could pay on 30 instead of 80, I might be able to work. Because, like, they actually want more from me than I make. I got into a fight with one of those fuckers on the phone about that. They're like, okay, according to our uh, rundown of your bills and stuff for you to maintain your home, your available income for us is $14.96, and we need 100 and some dollars. I said, did you just listen to the words out of your fucking face? You literally are saying, I can't afford the payment, but you still want the payment. The, 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 for me, it was, your bill is $586.33. Can you pay that? That's $143.33 more than I make. <laughs> They're like, so you can't pay it. I'm like, no. I'm like, I'm willing to pay you like a reasonable amount. I'm like, but you, I, you can't take more than I make. Anyway, we got off track. My, yeah, you're derailing hard there. Listen, I'm f- I'm fucking exhausted. What do you want from me? You and your tweeter. Okay. So Satan is also, and the devil is also called Beelzebub, which is originally the name of a Philistine god, but is also used in the New Testament as a, as a synonym for Satan. So I don't know if that's like religion bashing, like, okay, Philistine God, we're decided that you're evil and we're going to take the two- New Testament to begin that propaganda. I'm not entirely sure. Love me some good propaganda. Yeah. There are some non-mainstream Christians that believe the word Satan in the Bible is not regarded as referring to a supernatural, like, personal being, but to an adversary or uh, figur- figuratively refers to human sin and temptation which I think is an interesting adaptation of the devil. Um, also in the book of wisdom, Satan is the one who brought death into the world. And then when you're looking at the second book of Enoch, it contains references uh, to a watcher called Satanel. Um, it also describes him as the prince of Gregory, who was cast out of heaven and the evil spirit who knew the difference between righteous and sinful. I lo- See, the second book of Enoch is not as good as the first. <laughs> is the second really as ever as good as the first, unless it's Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom? That's all I'm saying. Clerks 2 is funnier, but not as good. Oh, you have your hair down. Just yes. give yes, a I nice do. swish. I always show you my back tattoo. Show me your hair. I think I sent you guys butthole pics, and I'm like, all I want is a picture of Kevin's hair down. Ugh. Having a Jesus moment. Moving on. Okay. So in the last reference I have um, in the book of Jubilees, Satan ruled over a host of angels. 
Mastema, who introduced God to test Abraham through sacrifice of Isaac, is identical with Satan in both name and nature. Yes. The only thing I want to point out for all these references for uh, Satan and the devil and stuff, the word devil is actually missing. Um, it wasn't popularized until the monks translated the Bible somewhere and was like, ooh, that's a good word. So if we're looking at depictions of the devil, like physical representations of him, you got to start in the 1500s. And various artists have depicted. Dep- we got this. They show his physical characteristics in a multitude of ways. So you got like horns and the lack thereof. They can't decide on the color of his flesh. It could be blue, black, red, maybe some fangs, Uh, but definitely beastly. Okay. And then eventually it comes into a modern incarnation of somebody like us. And it happens through all forms of media. So the first place I want to look is during the Middle Ages at the German artists. I'm actually quite a fan of Hermionisch Bosch. He's probably considered one of the first surrealist artists before it was even a movement. And then you're also looking at Albrecht Dorr and Gautier's. There's very, very, very vague references in the Bible that lack what Satan actually looks like. There's, there's very few physical descriptions of him. So these Germans, they came up with things like the cloven feet of Pan, the pitchfork of Poseidon, and horns from the gods of the Near East to personify evil. I have put a lovely picture in the Google Docs so Kev can see the reference. Yes, I, I can see the reference. Yeah, that's a Hermionish Bosch piece. Probably my favorite one is uh, a triptych, Heaven and Hell and Paradise. Uh, Paradise. I can't think of it right now because I'm sick, but it's amazing. And I need a copy of it in my freaking dining room. Also, what's influencing a lot of how people viewed the devil at this time was Dante's Inferno. And he had a huge impact with imagery that was incredibly graphic for hell and the devil that dwelled in the innermost circle. I'm going to attempt to read part of this. Oh, I know. I'm so sorry, guys. All right. Emperor of the realm of woe stood forth out of the ice from midway up his breast. And I compare more closely with a giant than merely with his arms. The giants do. I consider now how great the whole must be that which such parts as these may be compared. I beheld three faces to his head. One was in front of us and that was red. The other two were, the other two were to the latter joined right or the middle of each shoulder blade and met each other where he had his crest under each face two mighty wings stretched out of size proportion so huge a bird sails of the sea never saw so large they had no feathers but were like a bat's in fashion these he flapped in such a way that three winds issued forth from him thereby uh Cockyatus? I can't even say it. C-O-C-Y-T-U-S. 
was completely frozen up. With six eyes, he wept, and his tears, and a bloody slaver trickled over three chins. In each mouth, a heckle would have done. A sinner was crushing with his teeth, and thus causing pain to the three of them. So he's got three heads and he's eating three sinners and blah, blah, blah. At some point, they consider those three people, the three um, uh, deceptors of time, like uh, Brutus and Judas. I can't remember what the last one was. But this is a severely, like, scary, hodgepodged animal. And I think still today we see some of these imageries in the devil, but it's it's hearkening back to the 1500s, I feel like. Kev, can you think of an animal, animalistic version of the devil based on this description? Yeah, I think we can get into something here. Okay. I'm sure I'm sure most of our listeners are familiar with the Jersey Devil and not just the hockey team. I literally know nothing about the Jersey Devil. I'm well, good. Lie. Now it's my turn to impart some uh, wisdom and knowledge. <laughs> Teach me. Uh, so the Jersey Devil is from southern New Jersey and Philadelphia folklore. He's also known as the Leeds Devil and is a legendary creature said to inhabit the Pine Barrens of South Jersey. The creature is often described as a flying biped with hooves, but there are many versions. The common description is that of a kangaroo or Wyvern, Wyvern, W Y V E R N. It's a wren. It's a it's a it's a bird. Ah, like a crane. Well, that makes sense because he's also said to have a horse or goat-like head, leathery bat wings, horns, small arms with clawed hands, and legs with cloven hooves. And of course, picturing like a raptor esque arms. And of course, he also has a. Well, he also has a forked tail. It's okay. been reported to move quickly. It is often described as emitting a high-pitched, blood-curdling scream. Come here, River. It's okay. It's raining. My cat doesn't like rain, so I had to call her over. Mm. So the origin story of this thing is kind of interesting, actually. According to popular folklore, the Jersey Devil originated with a Pine Barrens resident named Jane Leeds, also known as Mother Leeds. Uh, The legend states that she had 12 children, and after finding out she was pregnant for the 13th time, cursed the child in frustration, crying out that the child would be the devil. In 1735, she went into labor on a stormy night. Of course she did. It's always a stormy night. It's a dark and stormy night. (laughs) While her friends gathered around her, born as a normal child, the the 13th child changed into a creature with hooves, a goat's head, bat wings, and a forked tail, growling and screaming, and it beat everyone with its tail before flying up the (laughs) chimney and heading into the pines. (laughs) What? I'm going to beat you with my tail and run. I mean... Same. (laughs) Uh, There's another, there's some other versions of this legend that also say that 
the mother was a witch, and I resent I resent that remark. And uh, there's another version that oh, where am I here? Subsequently, an attempt to capture. Oh, I'm sorry. So there was a another version of so there's the version where she's a witch and the child's father was a, the devil himself, and then there's another version that that also states that there was an attempt by local clergymen to exorcise the creature from the barrens. So mm. there's that. Yummy. Love me a good yes. exorcism. And there's a whole lot more to it, but I, you know, that that is all you've prepared. Well, no, but that's all I thought might be interesting, but I can continue. Give me one more good tidbit. I'm curious. Okay. Make it good. By the late 1700s and early 1800s, the Leeds Devil had become a legendary monster or ghost story in southern New Jersey area. Into the early mid-19th century, stories continued to circulate in southern Jersey of the Devil and a monster wandering the Pine Barrens, an oral tradition of the Leeds Devil monster ghost stories subsequently became established in the Pines, the Pines Barrens area. Although the, although the legend apparently existed since the 18th century, scholars state that a more modern depiction of the Jersey Devil is now as, as well as the now more pervasive name as Jersey Devil first truly became standardized in this current form in the early 20th century. So he survived almost the entire span that we're looking at. Yes. Cool. All right. Well, when I think about this kind of devil, I think about Diablo 3 by Blizzard Entertainment. You ever play that game? No. Oh, my God. It's on, like, PC, Xbox, PlayStation 4. I even got it for Nintendo Switch. Like, I love this game. So, I mean, there are other Diablos. I honestly have never played them. The third one's my favorite because it's genre-defining hack and slash action RPG and it's this world ravaged by internal conflict between angels and demons. So Diablo is the devil and he's got some interesting aliases in this game. He's the Lord of terror and one of the great evils that rule hell. And he's actually one of seven siblings that are part of the great dragon and the original evil. And they call that Tathomet. I don't think it's a real word, but cool. And Diablo was born from one of the heads of Tathomet. And uh, his two other brothers became like the three and two. (sighs) Out of seven, three, including himself, become known as the prime evils in the game. And his appearance changes drastically as all the traits of the prime evils. So you're looking at iconic spikes growing from the spine red color of the skin uh he's got a barbed tail from the original diablo and then there's a character in there called belial that he also mimics with these like wind-like bladed spikes towering above his heads and growing from his arms um and then he's got one pair of horns and an open rib cage um depicted from mefesto and then he has breasts and hooves from a character and Andriel. He has an intersectoid jaw and a pair of like wing-like bones and more than uh, 
one more pair of eyes. So he's got like extra eyes. Uh, two more mouths on the shoulders from Belial and a shape of the crown horns that are growing directly from his skull, um, which also were once bared by the characters of Belial, Baal, Mephisto, and the original Diablo. So in the game, he like plows through the angels and opens portals directly from hell into heaven and unleashes his minions on heaven. And he goes forward to annihilate and corrupt portions of heaven in the game. Um, And he attempts to corrupt the very essence of angels in the crystal arc. Now you as a character, you're playing as a Nephilim. Do you know what a Nephilim is? I do not. That is considered like the ultimate powerful being because it's the product of an angel and a human. So it has all the angel powers, but with the free will of man, they're very dangerous. And your job is to stop him and all of his lords. This causes him to add their powers to his. By the time you reach like Diablo, he's all the evils compiled with all of his powers he can still be defeated by the Nephilim character. Why I love this game so much, hang in there with me, is you can trap a treasure golem with an open portal and you go to this place called Whimsyshire and it's a level of rainbows and unicorns. And it's a, a complaint about the graphics from Diablo 2, but your goal on this level is to slaughter all the unicorns just dead and it's all these rainbows and little butterflies popping around and there's also a secret cow level that's like in on the joke but i love this game but uh play it with me i love it chav is just interested in diablo no i play it it's really good if you can get to to the whimsy shire Witches, I am in love with this family-run business, Mystical Existence, the bath products that turn your ordinary self-care ritual into a celestial experience. As a witch, my bathing habits are sacred, so I was overjoyed to find products that not only smell amazing, but don't irritate my sensitive skin. My favorite scent is Scorpio which was designed with Maggie's daughter and the perfume her mother used to wear at heart. All soaps, lotions, and bath bombs are handmade with supplies that are purchased from ethical and responsible manufacturers. A portion of the products are vegan for all you animal lovers out there. As the wheel of the year turns, new products are designed to match the seasons. Currently only available In the United States, you can find Mystical Existence on Facebook, Instagram, or at their website, mysticalexistence.com. For 15% off, use our promo code MACABRE. That's M-A-C-A-B-R-E. All right, so moving on with the evolution of the devil himself, um, 17th century, kind of a short snippet. But do you know what Paradise Lost is? Uh, it's a book, isn't it? It's an epic poem. 
From the 17th century poet John Milton. Yes. So here he starts to depict Satan as arrogant, powerful, cunning, deceptive, and charismatic. So after Satan inevitably loses the war with God, he does regain a position of power with his loyal followers. And that kind of involves into this Satan being a pitiful, tragic hero, believe it or not. Uh, I have a quote from Paradise Lost because it's all I have for 17th century. I'm going to attempt not to butcher this one either with my sick. All right, this is said by Satan himself. Fallen cherub, to be weak is miserable, doing or suffering, but of all of this be sure. To do aught good never will be our task, but ever to do our soul delight, as being contrary to his high will whom we resist. It's a weird poem. It it seems like it. Oh, it's so hard to read. So hard to read. Okay. 18th century. This is where we're really getting into human features of the devil. So uh, after the French and American revolutions, Satan becomes more of a heroic rebel against the oppression of a paternal God. You know, kind of like down with the patriarchy. Down. Fuck the patriarchy. Yeah. And I think this is really what helps give early roots to satanic beliefs. I want to do an episode on Satanism. This is not this episode, but it's it's a it's a breakaway from these oppressive forces. The you know whatever. So as as we proceed, the other example I have is a painting by Thomas Stothard from 1790. I put a picture in the docs as well. And it's called Satan Summoning His Legions. I don't know if you can see that little picture, but can you kind of tell me what Satan looks like? Uh, you can blow it up if it helps. Yeah, it's really hard to see. I can't tell. All right, here, wait, I'll make it bigger. He looks like Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you saw also that the, pic- one, of, Also, one of the most useless super, superheroes around. Uh all right, so if you saw that picture originally, would you think that was the devil? No. Okay. So in this picture, he's quite handsome and stoic. We got this flowing blonde hair. And his armor is very reminiscent of the Greek god Apollo. Now, Apollo is the god of archery, music, poetry, and the sun. Stothard is actually pulling references from Baroque. Because he loved Peter Paul Rubens. And I actually did one of my senior thesis papers on Peter Paul Rubens. Um, But just to help people visualize this, Baroque style is over-exaggerated movement. My phone just went off. You dirty dick. I always put this on silent. This is the first time. Fuck me. Okay. Yes, my 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 phone SS... MS thing is the bewitched nose. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Baroque is exaggerated movement, very deep, rich color, and a certain level of sensuality that is very, very dramatic. So if you notice in this picture, he is 
over overextending his arm and his chest to summon his legions, okay? Yes. But he looks like a person. Sure does. All right. 19th century is the most human side of the devil after expanding from the previous centuries, okay? He's fully realized as a man, much like ourselves, and he's relying on the powers of persuasion to ask us to give in to our temptations. So you're looking at specifically here, uh, Gullis adaptation of Faust. And Faust is hard to read too, because it's a hybrid between play and extended poem. And this one is where we find uh, Faust is where we get Mephistopheles as a name for Satan. And he is cultivated, witty, and a cynical exponent of materialism and nihilism. And he preaches a sophisticated doctrine of philosophical negation. So uh, he's a tempter, and the main character's name is Faust. And he leads Faust into lust, deception, and shame. Faust and the devil actually pass through and manipulate the world of politics and meet the world of the classical gods. By the end of it, Mistopheles tries to seize Faust's soul, but ultimately God's angels intervene. So, I mean, I, I feel like if I was watching this for the first time, I wouldn't be surprised that the devil failed. <laughs> He's like... He's like the the underdog that never wins. You know what I mean? Poor guy. Yeah. Um, So Mark Twain attempted to tackle (laughs) the devil too. It's, It's called The Mysterious Stranger. And he started writing this story and he abruptly stopped writing it. And nobody knows why. But in his version, uh, young, sinless Satan, okay, he's the nephew of the Satan depicted in the Bible, but he's also called Satan. And he resides in a village in Austria, which ironically means Assville or Donkey Town. Nice. <laughs> yeah, in Germany. And he's sly and cunning with the power to influence others. But it's a little strange because something about like clay dolls and then he makes them and they fight just to kill them. At- oh, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made him out of clay. Then in 1978, there's this famous kind of uh, propaganda ad from Witkins and it's called The Devil is the Tailor. And it's Satan sewing uniforms of the Nazis. Um, and I don't have a picture of this in the docs, but basically he's implying that evil creates hell on earth. Like hell is here. So is this where we get the devil wears Prada from? And also is the devil wearing other designers or is it just Prada? <laughs> Cause I need to know how to dress. <laughs> I feel like the devil, like, can the devil wear, like can the devil wear coach? Cause I got a couple of coach wallets that I'm really into. Or do I have to like get rid of those and get some other shit? Cause like, cause like if my wallets are made out of human skin, I'm kind of about that. <laughs> can it be made of the human skin of the people who refuse to wear their mask properly? Yes. <laughs> truly, truly the real devils. <laughs> okay. And so the last piece of art I kind of want to look at 
Okay, looking at this picture, do you implicitly see a strong depiction of Lucifer? No. No, okay. This photo is from 1984, and it's called Heaven versus Hell. And the devil is more ambiguous in this photo. He's not an evil bit beast. So this picture is definitely not safe for work, so I don't think I can get it up on the socials. But um, it's a naked you woman. Anything, listen, Twitter allows anything. Dicks, Nazis, Nazis that are dicks. Okay, good. All right, so we'll at least get it on the Twitter. But um, this woman is naked, and she's strung up, right? And she is covered in blood, suffering. Hey, don't threaten me with a good time. And then there's a cardinal just standing there, and he's kind of looking adrift, but at you. And in this, it's like Satan. A cardinal is- from the Catholic Church, not like a cardinal de bird. Right. You just tell that to everybody. Thank you. I'm like, they can't see the picture. Thank you. But in this one, it's kind of like Satan is staring straight at us and we can't see him. It's unknown. Evil is not wearing the guise that you think it is. So it's a very powerful image. So we're coming a long way from red, winged, and horned. And then I believe, like, looking in... uh, you know, the 2000s, we see the most human Satan yet. You know my favorite depiction of the devil? No. Did you ever watch Futurama? <laughs> yeah. The robot devil. <laughs> There's so many good lines about pretty much everything in that, in that show because it is one of the smartest shows on TV. I mean, you're but not wrong. I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. One of my favorite lines is, let us cavort like the Greeks of old. You know the ones I mean. (laughs) (laughs) I can just see him singing in my head. That wasn't the the devil that said it. That was, um, fuck, I can't think of who it was. Well, there's like the robot church. And if you start going to the robot church, then you're subjected to the robot devil. Yes. But if you never went to that church, you would never be victim of the robot devil. Yes. I mean, I, it's very smart. Oh, it's su- that's, that is such a great episode, especially since, there's a, especially since there's a musical interlude about the devil talking about the different levels of robot hell. <laughs> Although I do take offense when he said cigars are evil. I'm like, hey, wait a minute now. Yeah, back your ass up. <laughs> Listen, we can get down with some shit, but you got you to gotta watch what you say around here. Yeah. That, I mean that that is one step over the line, sir. Yeah, a little too far here. Let's <laughs> let's 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 move that back a little bit here. Like, but anyway, um, Funko the they make all those little vinyl pops. Yeah, I have two different robot devils. You do not. I do. One has a violin, and I can't remember what the other one has. He may have a pitchfork. Do you remember the song from Tenacious D? No. Oh my God! It's got the eager geeger thing in it oh my god it's his version of like the devil went down to georgia um i gotta look it up now i have problems tenacious d De- devil ah all right they definitely battled the devil let's just go with that so speaking of speaking of songs there's a, clearly the devil went down to georgia um my hot take on that song is the devil played it better so he should have won yeah, I'm surprised some guy could beat him in a fiddling contest. 
seriously. I mean, I I can see outsmarting the devil, but I can't see like outplaying the devil. That seems odd to me. I'm telling you, the devil played it better. That's that's my hot take for that song. Um, also, not a hot take. The devil went down. The devil went back to Georgia. Is garbage. Don't even bother. My favorite parody of that, though, is the devil went to Jamaica because he was looking to sell some weed. <laughs> is that why they call it the devil's lettuce? Maybe you gotta listen. You gotta listen to this one though. This is hysterical. Because the devil went to, the devil went to Jamaica. He was looking to sell some weed. He was in a bind. He was way behind, and it was excellent weed indeed. You <laughs> <laughs> see where this is going? Look it up on your favorite search engine. I'm sure it's there. Also, one of my favorite parody songs is uh, Fifty Pence in the Pub." If you haven't listened to this, you need to. You need to tweet it because I've never heard it. Uh, I'll have to send it to you. It's hysterical. I think. I think as a culture now, we're a little bit more desensitized to the devil. Um, And I think there's something more desirable about him and his laissez-faire. He's really made made a comeback in recent history. Uh, Going, I mean, like I said, like we talked about earlier, the show Lucifer. Yeah. On Netflix. (gasps) You should watch it. It's fantastic. Give it some time. It's a little slow build, which I really like, but I know most people don't. Give it some time. It's fantastic. Well, what's amazing about that show is it really puts Lucifer Morningstar in a sympathetic light. It really like he does. He didn't ask to be the ruler of hell. He didn't want that. You know, that was his punishment or whatever. And Especially in the later episodes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can see him wrestling between good and evil himself, and he has a conscience, and he knows the difference. Just because he tempts people into badness doesn't mean that he himself is inherently bad. I think there's something crawling in my chimney. Are you sure it's I'm not gonna the have... rain? No, it sounds like claws. Mm. And my cat's going ape shit, so she hears it too. I'm going to have to call maintenance. Fuck me running. Mm, that might be a little difficult. So it's going to be getting, so it's getting maintenance out here. <laughs> uh, just what I fucking needed today. Well, anyway. Know? Yeah. Lucifer on TV. Yes. yes. Anyway, I got distracted by things living in my house that shouldn't be here. Um, yeah. Later on in the show, he really becomes a fairly sympathetic character, and it's really, really good show. So if you haven't watched it, no spoiler alerts, no spoilers here, but you need to watch it. It's I think that show made us all fall in love with the devil a little bit. Yeah, it's it's such a good show, and there's a new season on Netflix. So just binge watch. Just take a you know take a week off of work since we're all going to be going into lockdown again anyway. So uh, I haven't had time to watch it because I'm working on the aliens episode, and I really just want to sit down and binge it. Don't worry, we're, don't worry, we'll be in lockdown again soon. We'll, everything will be fine. You'll I had to work in lockdown. That's not, we'll that's, pl- it's irrelevant to me. You'll have plenty of time. Okay. All right, do we have one more time for devil? What have we talked about here? We've talked about, let me go back to our text messages and make sure I covered everything. That, that I you wanted to cover, because I have a little bit more if we have time. Um, I'm sure, why not? Why not? That's my shopping list for the day. That's some other bullshit we were talking about. Must have been in the group chat. 
Yeah, I think it was. It was. Uh, elevator music, please. It's here somewhere. Anyway, continue, and I'll I'll scroll. All right. So the last thing I really want to kind of look at is okay. Like Lucifer made us fall in love with the devil. And I think like the chilling adventures of Sabrina also altered the way that now we're I've only ever I only ever saw Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Well, this is the chilling adventures. Yes, I didn't see that. Well, what I love about this show is it's very true to the occult. Uh-huh. Um, maybe not necessarily like the worship of the devil, but when they're doing festivals, holidays, they even um, invoke uh, Hecate as a higher power at one point. So I was like really excited to see that. Um, there are some things that are true, but again, it's fictional. It just really, or what is it? Non-fiction. Wait, what is it? Fiction is fantasy? Yes. Yes. Okay. So it's very fictional with elements of truth, which makes the story really good. So in the movie, all the witches have made a deal with the Dark Lord. Okay. The Dark Lord is the devil. Of course it is. Yeah. And he has two forms. He's goat-like humanoid, and he has dark fur and the Hovenkloofs. Long face, sharp teeth, curved horns, the whole whole shebang. The Hovenkloofs? Hovenkloofs. Cloven I, I don't... There you go. Yeah, English. All right. He has an angelic English, form, that's too. That's impossible. No, it's not impossible. Just from Pittsburgh. Okay. So, angelic form. So, um, when we see his backstory, the Dark Lord... Or even in even in throughout the show, he can appear this way, but he's handsome. Like, very well-built, gorgeous, dark brown hair, dark eyes. And he actually has scars on his back from where his wings used to be. He had cut them right off. So he's inherently evil. And his primary motive is to corrupt humans and gain control of their souls. And he really wants to fill the world with evil and sin. Um, it's, it's more of a traditional view of the devil in that way. Um, he's tyrannical and terrifying. He demands the utmost devotion and loyalty from his human followers. And he will stop at nothing to have Sabrina follow his path of night and sell his soul to him. So this plays off an old witch lore that they have sold their soul to the devil. How do you lure a witch? I mean, for you, it would just be tentacles. Yes. Just tentacles on a stick? Just for just... I actually got into a dating app and every time I talk to somebody, I'm like, do you know what tentacle porn is? And nine times out of 10, they say no. And then I stop talking to them. Like, if you don't know what tentacle porn is, don't talk to me. We can't even be friends. No. Um, Also, the dark Lord seems to be carnivorous, like back to the Hermione's Bosch kind of references. Um, And he has a quieter taste for the flesh of human beings on earth. And he's even, like, reinforced this when he kills and eat another character on the show. I'm not going to tell you which one. So, Lucifer is uh, Sabrina's biological father, which she finds out after her 16th birthday. Um, long story short, her parents couldn't conceive, so they made a deal with the devil. Um, Jersey witch. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, Jersey Devil coming in here. Yeah, right. It's all coming around. Yeah. Um, and, and weirdly enough, him knocking up these people with his seed, basically, because she was a mortal woman, basically, uh, Sabrina's mom. Uh, anyway, this is part of his plan to instigate an apocalypse in rule the world. Um, yeah. Uh, because Sabrina is described as being a herald of hell. Because she is a perverted version of the Holy Trinity by siring a baby with a witch mortal and infernal blood or whatever. So she hates Lucifer, her dad, and she wants to get rid of him. Okay. And the show, what's also interesting is that there is a Madam Satan present. Yeah. I love this. I'm in. Let's do this. So Lilith was originally the partner to Lucifer prior to Adam and Eve, right? And this is also off of old lore, but she's actually a very strong character in the show. And despite loving Lucifer, he keeps like squashing her, right? He keeps like peeing on their relationship and using her. So she becomes very cold and sadistic basically. And um, her most defining feature is this vengeance that she has because her initial devotion and love for the dark Lord turns into her turning against him when she realizes he's, he's lying basically. And she tries to fuck up all his plans. But she I love actually, a good redemption arc. Yeah. Yeah. And she, um, she and Sabrina actually get her kind of crowned the queen of hell for a little while. So she's Madam Satan. So that was kind of cool. And she has a little bit of benevolence in her nature as well. So she helps out Sabrina a few times. She's got a weird soft spot for her. So, Madam Satan. I'm sorry, gay? What? What? No, Madam Satan. No? Gay? No? I think this is the first time where you see, like, a female devil, not a female demon, like a succubi or something. It's Madam Satan. But that's it, kitties. That's all I got. Oh, that's so much better than the last one we did. You're happier? I'm happier. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put the other one up for Patreon and I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're going to have to pay money for that. Oh, Jesus. That was (coughs) brutal. Okay. Well, Steph's happy hacking up along and we are about out of time. So weird, but true. Weird, but true. Um, Weird, but true. Weird, but true. Oh yeah. So a guy got a heart transplant from a suicide victim. Is it really a victim, though? Anyway, I digress. Uh, he got a heart from a guy who killed himself. He later marries the he later marries the guy who killed himself's wife, and then four years after they get married, off himself in the same way that the first husband did. The donor. Yes. There we go. Weird but true. Weird but true. And I and now for the numbers because I'm the only one here to pick a number. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what number you picked? I did. It was 37. It was not. It was 39. Okay, my darling witches, it's time for your weekly non-offensive dare. You must be a Patreon to participate so you can earn points for your house. Each month, the house with the most points gets to vote on weekly non-offensive dares, topics of future episodes, and so much more. Each week, 
Once you've gotten your dare, you must safely and creatively complete a post on social media so that we can see that you've done the task. You can tag us at Twitter at Macabre Academy, or you can tag us on Instagram at The Macabre Academy, and you must include a hashtag with your house name to obtain the points. The world is a fucked up place. These dares are designed to bring silliness and random acts of kindness into the world. You must safely complete your dare. If you are unsafe, your points will not be counted. You can also earn additional points for your house by being the first to submit episode corrections to us at themacabacademy at gmail.com. Also, if we use your ideas or stories in a future episode, more points may be awarded. Let's return to the podcast to see what your weekly non-offensive dare will be. Well, 30, fuck you, that just close it off. <laughs> I'm lucky I'm awake right now. Eat my entire ass. Actually. All right. So number dare number 39 is donate blood. Yes. If you can, if you're able, if you're healthy enough, please go down to the local blood bank just for a couple hours of your time. You could save a life. Please give that a go. Not sponsored. It's just important to do sometimes. Though speaking of sponsors. Hmm. I'm getting some beard oil to try out. Oh, yeah. We love Mystical Existence. She's no longer like a sponsor. She's like a friend. We okay. Like... We'll still take your money. Huh? We'll still take your money. It's okay. We're my, best friend I've known now. Since, my best friend I've known since college is, is a Patreon now, so I'll take his money. I'll take her money. I'll take everybody's money. She's not paying us, so we're paying her now. We're paying her? A little bit, yeah, for samples. Ugh. Because we That's love not even her a sponsorship stuff. deal then, but we do love her. So it's she fine. did sponsor, but no, I don't know how many people used our code morbid and went and bought stuff, which was like just me, I think. So, uh, but she loved disappointed us. Disappointed in love her. all of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go hit up Mystical Existence for all of your mystical soap and other body care needs. Well, I love her smells of her soap so much. I'm like, please make perfume. Please make perfume. So I bought a roller bowl off of her. I get to test it. I'm, I'm telling so you, we got it. Hit her up. Get your shit there. Let's go, people. <laughs> Podcast doesn't pay for itself. Yeah. Okay. So that being said, I think we're done this week. And next week is going to be awesome. I'm not saying it's aliens. But it's aliens. It's aliens. all right have a good week guys don't do anything we wouldn't do make mediocre decisions but wear your goddamn mask the right fucking way this podcast was brought to you by nerdy witch in partnership with sound maiden we want to thank all of our wonderful patreons for updates please follow the macabre academy on facebook Remember to like, share, and listen exclusively on Buzzsprout. Soon, we'll be available wherever you listen to podcasts.